flip it a face. Flip it a face. What's going on, folks? I am your host of the Ring of Discussions podcast, Truman Hudson the Third, your Triple Crown Tri National Hardcore Cruiserweight Champion of the World, and I am back with yet another great guest today. I have Aston Star with me. Um, yes, an amazing wrestler. I've seen some of his work as of recently, and I thought, hey, I need to get this man on the show. So, Aston, welcome to the show. How are you doing today, man? I'm doing really good. How are you doing? I am doing awesome. Uh, so before I get on with the show, I'd like for you to tell the listeners at home, the hashtag loyal royal listeners of the Ring of Discussion show, how can they reach you via social media? Well, you can find me on Instagram at it's Ashton Star, and I'm also on Twitter at Ashton is a star, and the star in both names has two R's. Alrighty, and there you go, folks. We have a star, a true star on the show today. This is so awesome. Uh, again, it's an honor and a pleasure having you on the show today. Uh, and as we get started, I want to ask you this. The origin of the star name, is that your 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 last name, um, Shoot, or is it your in-ring last name? And tell me about the origins of that. No, that's, that's not my Shoot last name. I got that last name uh, because as a kid, I was a big comic book superhero fan, and one of my favorite superheroes is Starfire, so I took the star from her name, and I just added an R, and then that became my last name. Alrighty, well there you go folks, comic book and wrestling at it, back at it once again uh, with the inspiration. Now tell me about growing up, tell me about your time, and where are you from? DC. DC. All right. Tell me about your time growing up in DC. Tell me DC Comics. Okay. I'm sorry. Ha ha ha. He he he. A uh, little joke there on there. Um. Either way. But tell me about your time of growing up in DC. Give me the backstory. Give me your superhero backstory. Um. Of Ashton Star. Well, uh, I was born in Washington DC, 1993. Um. Let's see. I grew up. It was me, my mom, and my brother. Uh, we eventually moved to Atlanta when I was about five or six years old. Um, I did all my schooling in Atlanta. Uh, we, we moved down here like 99 or 2000, one of those. Um, you know, I, uh, that's when I really got into wrestling. I got into wrestling in about the late 90s, and I've been a fan of that ever since. And um, throughout school, especially throughout elementary and middle school, I used to talk with all my friends and we used to go back and forth about uh, what we saw in either Raw or SmackDown, which as like, cause we're young, but we're not supposed to be watching it and we're like having the time to speak it and watch it. So um, we go to school and now is our space even to talk about wrestling and talk about what we saw the night before. And, um, and then about... Uh, 2013, when I was 19, I signed up for wrestling school at the WWE for here in Atlanta, and that's kind of been the start of the story ever since. Alrighty, so I do want to get back to this. This is something, you know, getting back to your story and your journey from, you know, where you began to where you are now. But you grew up in Georgia in the late 90s. Now you have to tell me, were you a WCW guy or mostly a WWF guy? I didn't really know WCW. I, I, um, it was definitely a WWF at the time, WWF first. Um, I, I had to kind of go back and see what WCW actually was. Um, because when I, I was basically introduced to 
ECW during the whole, um, like, invasion storyline. I guess they kind of invaded the WWF. Um, with that storyline where Shane was, uh, Shane owned WCW, that whole storyline. And then I kind of had to go back and look at WCW things, but I was definitely team WWF. Alrighty, well, we're talking about being Team WWF. You uh, encountered something at 19 years old, the age of 19, getting into wrestling school. So now you're Team Ashton Star, or Team Star, or I don't know how we're going to call this, but uh, I do want to ask you, tell me about training. Tell me about your first couple of months. Was it grueling? Was it relatively, you know, easy, relatively, you know, it's training, training, is training. Tell me about your time when you trained, um, where did you train at specifically? Well, well I still um, train at the WWE board currently. Um, uh, when I first started training at the WWE board, I was 19. I had no idea what I was getting into. So the FC, I feel like every person um, who knows nothing about wrestling or the business, when they get into it, they have this preconceived notion about what it is. And then once you start, it's completely different. Um, I wasn't expecting just training and learning like basic steps, not even to the point to where you're actually locking up with an opponent yet, but just the training and basic steps, how painful that is. I remember um, when I started training, I started training base in 2013, and my body was hurting for about three, four weeks maybe, just from my body trying to get used to all the bumps, all the bruises learning how to hit the ropes. Um, I used to have bruises on my back from the ropes because the ropes used to be, um, the, people think that the ropes are like soft and they can, the ring is soft and everything is nice and stiff and it takes some getting used to. So I would say for me, is is probably the first couple of painful months I've probably had in wrestling. So another just learning how to do everything. Alright, so I do want to ask something that was on my mind earlier today. So, with your training, uh, I do want to get into your mindset, mindset, my gosh, I'm, I'm messing up, folks, mindset um, with your training, but before I get to that, I want to ask about attire and character. When you stepped into that ring, did you develop your character then, or was it uh, an evolution? Was it something that you developed over time? Um, I want to say for even when I started doing matches my first year I really didn't have much of a character I was kind of just a wrestler doing matches you know um it wasn't until about my second year where I started to feel comfortable and get into my groove and just start developing different gimmicks and everything um it, it was I know there are a lot of people who do come into wrestling with an idea of a character what they want to do when I first got into it I didn't have a character or know specifically what I wanted to do. I just knew that um, I just wanted to be the best at wrestling and then everything else would come after. Well, with you molding who you are today, with you molding the current Ashton Star, tell me about those previous um, gimmicks, if there were any, um, that you went by. Um, We got time, there, folks. Yeah, there was a, there was a few. There was a there was a few. I did a I was fancy. I called myself the fancy Ashton Star. 
um, to where I had like a fur little headpiece, and that was straight cornball material. <laughs> and then um, at AWE, I was an intergender icon because I was I was only there to do intergender matches. Uh, and now I'm the Petty Prince, which I think is the best version of me. And it may not be the final version because I'm constantly evolving, but right now I think I'm at the best version of me that I've had in quite a while. Now tell me about this. You said Prince of. Wait, repeat yourself again. You mean as far as like the different characters? No, your. Uh, oh, no, your current gimmick. Look, I, my current gimmick, I feel like it's the best version of me, for like for now. You well, know? tell me, tell me more about it. Well, the the Petty Prince character is really based off of your. Uh, almost like Regina George's Mean Girls, but also like what you see based off of like reality TV shows like uh, The Real Housewives or um, like, uh, what, is, what are some of the other ones? Like Love and Hip Hop or anything like that to where the character is just beyond petty, beyond messy, and likes to get the drama started. So I based my current character off of that, and especially in the state of Georgia, it's worked really well. It's definitely the highest I've been um, so far in my career. So it's working pretty well. So now you mentioned how your character and who you are in the ring currently, how that's gotten you over, or let me not misuse that term because I know it's very misused and thrown around in wrestling, but how you've gotten to where you've gotten and how you've made the connection with the fans that you've gotten uh, over time and made the connection with the audience and everybody else and being in Georgia. Tell me about wrestling in Georgia. Tell me about your time so far with uh, your wrestling career in Georgia and, and traveling in general. Just tell me about, my gosh, there's too many questions inside of this one thing. I'm, I'm very interested. I'm very interested. Let's just start off with Georgia. Tell me about wrestling in Georgia. Tell me about the atmosphere, the, the, the fans. Uh, tell me about that. Well, I can tell you um, it's very different than wrestling up north. I've had the pleasure of wrestling up north quite often within my previous one day within the last two years, I've had the pleasure of wrestling up north quite a bit. Um, in Georgia, the atmosphere is different. The fans are different. Um, the fans of Georgia are definitely more of like a, a wrestling crowd. They're way they're more into their characters. They're more into um, they're more into like um, hokey stunts. I guess would be a good way to put it. Yeah. In Georgia, um, in Georgia, they're kind of just old school about it. You know, um, I want to say there are plenty of promotions in Georgia. Um, my favorite right now, I'm currently wrestling at Seven Honor, which I um, love because um, they're taking me seriously there. Um, and they're allowing me to wrestle. They're allowing me to showcase the fact that I'm actually a wrestler and I can be taken seriously. Um, other shows include Combat Wrestling. There's Southern Pride in Georgia. There's... Um, Peach State, there's Anarchy, um, there's just, there's a lot of good things in Georgia, the Georgia Premier Wrestling, there's a lot of good shows in Georgia who are now starting to value their talent more than they did before. Well, with that being said, and with talking about the atmosphere and the environment in the current age of uh, wrestling in Georgia, tell me where you fit into that mold. It seems like everybody that's from every promotion for any promotion, they have a specific role that they fill in that territory. Well, who is Ashton Starr 
to the crowd who is ashton star to the the backstage area the the petty prince of atl tell me about that Wow. So with entertainment, there's a lot that I want to get to. I'm very, very in depth with this interview and I'm liking it a whole lot so far. I hope you all at are at uh, I hope you all at home. My gosh, botching up here are loving this show so far and you as well, Ashton. But before we uh, get on and moving, I do want to ask you about your moveset. Who was it inspired by? Um, did you inspire yourself to do this move set? You know, tell me about your in-ring work. I want to get to that before we get into the personal life, the at-home life of Ashton Starr. Well, uh, my move set at first, I'll say this at first, it was very, um, I'm going to say this in quotation, it was very Diva derived. So what I did was I took, and it was, this is also the point to where a lot of people didn't believe in wrestling, and I was, I'm, with representation um i do want to ask you something very important with representing you would you consider yourself one of the pioneers or at least allies or working together with the current intergender wrestling scene because as of 2019 or really as of 2018 in the past recent years it's definitely blown um you know on the independent scene as well as beyond so do you consider yourself one of the pioneers or an, an ally that's pushing it to a different level That is amazing to hear. Somebody that's not taking of the, the voice away from those that uh, need their voice lifted, especially in wrestling and especially entertainment. So props to you for what you are doing uh, and your humbleness towards that. Uh, definitely, I definitely love that. I hope you guys love it as well. Um, at home, 
So uh, with that all being stated, I would like to get on into, I don't know, what would, what would Truman Hudson III like to get on to next? I think we're going to get on to talking more about the future of Ashton Star. I'm contemplating if we talk about personal life or future, but let's let's talk about the future of Ashton Star. Uh, I, I've seen on your social media that you were at an impact taping or at an impact event, uh, and I want to get into more of that and some stuff with that connected to that. But I do want to ask you, what do you think the future of Ashton Star is in wrestling or beyond that? Uh. That is definitely awesome, and I cannot wait to see that brand being built in the near future. Uh, but before I get on to something that is connected to what we were previously talking about, I do want to ask you, getting back to the inter- intergender wrestling role and your role in that, because that really intrigued me. That's really grabbing me right now. I've never had a guest on the show that I, I don't believe I have. I think I've had one, but I didn't even ask. I want to ask you, your time... Uh, in the ring in an intergender wrestling match. Tell me more about that. Tell me the the, the, the in-ring psychology that both uh, parties, both female as well as male, um, play and portray. You know, uh, I don't know if it's a David and Goliath role or if it's anything beyond that, but tell me a bit more about your time uh, in the ring when it is an intergender wrestling match. Now, with that all said, do you believe that in the near future, with the world evolving, especially with the current day women's movement, both inside as well as outside of wrestling, do you think that will be at some point in which women will not have to uh, prove themselves in the ring? Do you think that it'll be uh, seen as a regular occurrence, as some people don't see women's wrestling as a regular occurrence? So, do you think that people will begin to see that as something that should be shown more? Uh, 
this is women's wrestling is just classified as wrestling. You know what I mean? We, we don't have to, to subjugate it into its own genre. They, they're just girls who wrestle. You know, they're, 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 it's all wrestling. We don't have to, when, when guys do something great, then you don't get this as men's wrestling. You know what I mean? You just get this as wrestling. And I want to get that for women's matches too. And I feel like women deserve the same uh, outreach and they deserve the same respect as the guys. And one day, in the, especially in the direction that everything's going, I do feel like the girls uh, will one day achieve that. Well, I just want to say my heart is growing larger by the minute as I hear you talk about this. It's amazing to hear somebody care so much about uh, a, a, a group of people that have been marginalized in wrestling, uh, specifically, you know, talking about women. Uh, and it's glad to hear that your role that you are playing to um give women the opportunity to be equal in wrestling and also the women hearing that you know women are putting their effort in that as well there are you know hard work and uh getting them getting the crowd to understand that they can do it the same if not better than the men wrestlers so that's and, awesome and, to hear and i get that mainly because um for me it's not just with wrestling just in general like i, I feel like women I can tell you right now, thank your mother next time you talk to her, tell her that Truman Hudson III has thanked you personally for uh, showing that this can happen and uh, definitely rubbing it off on you to showing uh, the world that women do definitely deserve the opportunity, not just the opportunity, they have the right to uh, be equal. I mean, we're all humans, so it's great to hear somebody that is on the same page and that has a progressive outlook on not just the world of wrestling, but the world in general. So I thank you very much for weighing in on that topic. Um, and uh, with that being said, uh, I do want to, this is going to be kind of a quick switch of gears, uh, but I think we got a lot out of that brief conversation talking about that. I do want to ask you about uh, something that I saw on Instagram. Uh, on your Instagram story with your 60 day challenge, am I correct? Yeah, 60 day challenge. Um, I do not want to get too personal because we all, you know, everything, I just don't want to get too personal, but I do want to ask you about that and I'd like for you to tell the audience about that, that may be, you know, going through the same thing currently. So can you please let myself as well as the audience uh, know more about that? You know, um, 
I kind of saw when guys become as far as weight and everything is concerned in the photo. And um, I decided that I didn't want to look like that in my pictures anymore. So what I decided to do was I decided to challenge myself for 60 days. I'm going to um, eat differently. I'm going to exercise more. Um, I recently have been going to DDP yoga, um, and they've been all they've all been really really helpful. Um, uh, some of the wrestlers that I know have uh, helped me out. Um, David Ali wrestles in Atlanta, and JD Jordan Boss wrestles in Atlanta have been very very helpful um, in my fitness journey. So I'm currently now on day six. So by the end of 60 days. I'll speed the weight loss. I'm going to be um, probably do slight blogging. Um, basically, I'll do weigh-ins and everything, and I'm just going to keep progress and keep track of the, the process. Well, I am definitely rooting you on through this process. Um, I I know that you're going to get this. You seem like a very, very determined person uh, in getting the job done, like you've done in the ring. And now it seems like you're doing this outside of the ring as well. So, um, yeah, I'm rooting you on for that. And with no problem, no problem. Uh, and with that being said, we are coming to almost the end of the episode. Um, but now I want to talk about the life of Ashton Starr, either whilst in the ring, uh, you know, once you've, you've gotten to the point where you've gotten, um, and as well as outside of the ring. You know, the traveling, how has that taken a toll on you? Tell me about the life of Ashton Starr in 2019, or since we're a little bit early, 2018. Tell me how things have changed for you since you've made it to where you've made it so far. Well, I'm definitely a lot busier. <laughs> a lot busier. I'm traveling a lot more. Um, uh, when's the next time I'm traveling out of state? I feel like it's in February. I'm not sure. I have to check on that. But um, last year I was traveling a lot. I went from Rhode Island and I was in Pennsylvania. I was in Florida. I was in New York. I was in New Jersey. Um, it was it was a lot. And at one point, I was um, you know a lot of Tennessee shows. Um, I was in uh, Alabama. It was it was there were a lot of shows and a lot of traveling last year. Um, the last time I traveled out of state, I believe, was um, actually right before my birthday in December. It was in New York, so it, it's a lot. But um, and. It, but it's worth it, you know, it's the dream that you fight for, you you learn the things that come with it, and I'm just having the best time with it, and I just continue, I want that to continue to grow, I want to get even busier, I want to travel a lot more, and 2019 and on forward are going to be some of the most fun and amazing times that I'll ever have. Wow, that is definitely in inspiring and i cannot wait to see how the future lights up for ashton star uh and with that being said anytime that you are in michigan i must know because i need to catch you live i need to catch your wrestling matches live because from what i've seen online and from what i'm hearing you put on quite a show so uh but before we close the episode i do want to thank you for coming on and uh i want to ask you 
I ask this to everybody on the show. I'm going to ask you one question I ask everybody, and I'm going to ask you another question that I've only asked twice, but now I must ask to you. Um, the first one is, are there any words of encouragement? It seems like you've said um, quite a bit now, but any more words of encouragement to the listeners at home for those that want to complete a certain dream in mind? Alrighty, thank you so much. And I also do want to ask. Now I have another question. Why does why did my best, why do the good questions have to pop up at the very end of the episode? I do want to ask, who is Ashton Star? Who are you? Let the the audience at home know. Who are you? There you go, ATL folks. There you go. There you go. Uh, I do want to thank you again for coming on to the show, Ashton. It's been quite the pleasure. Um, and I'd like for you to tell the listeners at home where they can find you on social media again. Sure. You can find me on social media. Twitter is Ashton is a star. Instagram is it's Ashton Star. And both stars have two R's. Alrighty, thank you so much. And the final question that I must ask you is, this is out of the blue, but what is your favorite food? What's been your favorite food from traveling on the road or just at home when mom cooks or just any time? What's Ashton Starr's favorite food? Oh my god, my favorite thing on the planet is Oreos. Oh my gosh, listen. Oh gosh. I love Oreos. Okay, this right here, I, I'm crying right now. I'm crying on the inside because I found somebody that is as addicted to Oreos as I am. Um, yes, I, I hope we all. Don't we all love Oreos, folks? Yes, we do. All right. Thank you so much again, Ashton, for coming on to the show. I hope to have you on um, in the future as well as hope to catch you live um, whenever you are in Michigan. Again, I must know because I need to catch you live. Um, But again, thank you so much for coming on. And are there any closing words you have for the audience at home? Just follow your dreams. There you go. Follow your dreams, folks. That's simple. But that that simpleness is is also deeper all right it's it's deeper than that anyways folks it's it's a lot deeper it's a lot deeper (laughs) all right folks thank you so much for joining me as well as my special guest ashton star uh tonight this evening uh no problem again a huge huge humongous pleasure got a lot out of this discussion that i will be writing around writing a route yes we're writing a route writing about in my journal tonight i must keep this all in my head because this was a banger of an episode 
Anyways, folks, I thank you so much for listening. You can go follow the Ring of Discussions podcast on Instagram as well as Twitter at thudson 3 rd Again, at T-H-U-D-S-O-N, the number three in the letters R-D on both Instagram and Twitter. Do not forget to press that follow button to never miss an update, never never skip a beat, uh, as well as stay notified whenever we have great interviews such as tonight's with Ashton Starr. Uh, Yes, I am your host of the Ring of Discussion podcast, Truman Hudson III, your Triple Crown Tri National Hardcore Cruiserweight Champion of the World. And I am signing out. Have a good night, evening, day, or whatever time you listen to this on. You know, ha- have a good one of those, all right? I'm signing out. Have a good one, folks. Goodbye. <laughs>